I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and today I'm going to be joined by Rob and Christina Pryor. Christina got on a little bit before Rob this time, and we just started talking about Seahawks. And uh, I just decided to hit the record button at some random moment. And when Rob finally got on, the conversation just kept flowing, and we never actually did an intro to this episode. So, here you go, free form, flowing right into our middle of our conversation. <laughs> I'm going to take you in. Here's the Super Awesome Geek Show, episode 75, with Christina Pryor. Uh, she does a website called Authors Crossing. I have a fantasy football that I do. I, I was projected to lose today, but now I'm winning. So I texted my friend. I said, so how does this feel? <laughs> do you do it just for fun or do you have like money at stake? In the uh, we did it for fun. There was this guy that he tried to get a bunch of us ladies to do it. And I had no idea anything. I just said, well, I just want all the Seahawk people. And they're like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. And they explained it to me. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, so I knew the key players that I want, but I ended up being number seven in the draft, which I was just like, well, this is both good and bad. And so I had a talk with some of the ladies. I'm like, okay, if you leave this person alone, I could concede to this one. And we were like going back and forth. <laughs> and Marshawn Lynch went immediately. Well, I'm pretty sure she's sorry now. Um, and then, um, I forgot who else. So while they were taking a lot of the players running backs and wide receivers that I wanted, I went and grabbed Russell Wilson, and then I grabbed a couple of wide receivers, and then people are still taking players that I wanted, and I was getting, like, I was actually getting angry. I could feel myself inside going, <laughs> So I went and grabbed the Seattle defense, and then I'm like, all right, Hello. I got you. Hi. Hi there. How's it going? Good. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you very much. I hear talk of sports ball, so I'll just tune out now. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was telling him about my first time being in a uh what do you call that? Football draft a thing. Fantasy. fantasy. Football. Yeah. Yeah, I'm competitive, so I was like actually physically angry at people. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, the closest you'll see me getting to fantasy football is watching an episode of the league. <laughs> oh, I love the league. <laughs> That show is brilliant. <laughs> oh my gosh. I laugh. I'll sit there and just die laughing. I love all the corners. Like the, there's a taco. I love taco. Oh, taco's brilliant. Um, I, I've been watching him, God, since he was still doing like YouTube videos back in the day. Uh, Robert, are, are you taking a piss while you're talking to us? <laughs> no, I'm not. That, but my sink is running just a touch here. Uh, I have cat grass that desperately needs rewatering. Oh, well, sure, as yeah. well as myself, honestly. I, I, I could use a little bit of rewatering after work in the day. It just, it just sounded funny because it was like in like hey. sections. It was like in sections. It wasn't constant. <laughs> it's like, hey, Grandpa. Uh, 
And and you notice it probably didn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, what's going on over there? This is strange. What what the hell? Like, and do people pee while you're on the phone frequently? No. Oh, <laughs> just me, just, just me, just Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I am the uncouth one of the bunch, I suppose. Uh, if prompted, I would join in. I. I have brothers and boy cousins, and in high school I hung out with the guys. So, <laughs> uh-huh. I can literally join in, and like I'll be in line for movies. We won't discuss the movies I've waited in line for half a day for. We just won't discuss that. Um, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but I will, I will, I will on Thursday for Star Wars. I'm seeing it on Thursday. Hey, nice. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I'm seeing it on Friday, and then John is seeing it about 27 times in the next uh, in the next like four days, right? I mean, yeah, my work uh, just told me that I had the 19th off too, so I got the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. So I can watch it like 60 times if I want. Holy now, aren't aren't a group of you going Thursday night? Or are you guys going yes, on Friday? Yeah. Okay, no, we're, we're both. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got. Let's see. Myself, Chris Perillo. Uh, Dean, Richard, you know Dean, right? And uh, Christina knows Dean is what I'm saying. I, I do, yes. Yeah, and uh, Michael Muntz, and yeah. we're all going to go uh, see it at night. We, oh, Tyler's coming, too, from our podcast. So we're all seeing it Thursday night at 7 p.m. That's what I'm Tyler saying. Durden? Yeah, Tyler Durden, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Tyler from our show, Tyler Brown. <laughs> Who's been on what? Tyler what? Lockett from the Seahawks. No. Yeah, there you go, Tyler Lockett, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Rob, you're seeing it with me at noon on Friday, right? Yes, sir. You and Rachel and Chris Perillo will be with us again. And, uh, uh-huh. he's double dipping, huh? Yes. Well, actually he's going to all three and, uh, oh, nice. and who else do we got? D- Derek, Derek Dunning. Uh, it's going to be on there. Derek's at one of the GMs in one of our D and D fifth edition games. <laughs> it's going to be a fun filled weekend. And then Chris, Derek, and I, after Rob and Rachel leave after seeing it at noon, are going to stay for the 320 show and watch it again. <laughs> so hopefully we will like it enough to see it twice in a row and not be like, uh, what are we going to do now, guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be really sad. If, if like, you see it on Thursday, it's a piece of shit, you, you just absolutely, like, hate it. Like, 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 like you know... And, and then you're forced to go through like three more showings on Friday. <laughs> I'm really hoping that this movie is phenomenal just for your sake alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be standing outside trying to sell the tickets. <laughs> you're like, oh my god. See, here's the thing. I guarantee that this movie is definitely still going to be better than the last movie that I stood in line for. Yeah. What movie did you stand in line for? That would have been Spider-Man 3. Oh yeah, I heard that people were disappointed in that. Hmm. Oh my dear God! I lined up. Uh, my my best friend and I lined up at least I want to say four hours early for the midnight showing, and uh, it may have even been earlier. I, I I can't remember. I blocked it out of my memory at this point. It it, it was that traumatic. Um, <laughs> and I was so damn excited. I remember being super super excited for this because <laughs> at, at that point in time, I mean, the the Spider Man movies were probably the best of the the, the superhero. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Out, you know, and and so I was I was really expecting one just knocked out of the park by Sam Raimi, 
And instead, I get emo Saturday Night Fever Toby McGuire dancing <laughs> his way through New York City. It's that one <laughs> scene. That, everyone, everyone hates that one scene. Dude, that scene sets the tone for the entire yep, film. Yep. I mean, I mean, it starts off with 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 Venom Gunk, and you, uh, and then uh, you get Sandman and Green Goblin. I mean, it was fifteen pounds of crap stuffed into a ten pound sack. <laughs> You know, <laughs> damn much going on. Um, but 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 emo Toby, dude. I mean, that was the word. I mean, I didn't like Toby that much to begin with. I mean, I, I think he's just kind of awful. And like, like, like I would take Hayden Christensen over Toby Maguire, if that tells you how much uh, yeah. uh, I dislike the guy. Um, I just think the dude is like like you could you could throw in a wooden mannequin and you would pretty much have the same damn thing. Um my my response was always, oh, there's another Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's out again? Who's, who's Spider-Man this time? Or it's, just like ba- it's like Batman. Batman's out again? Who's Batman this time? Yeah, it's like, which, which one of the revolving, the revolving wheel of stars who aren't working a movie right now? Uh, you know, which, which one of those guys is going to jump on the project? Yeah, because now we're going to see a third Spider-Man, right? We oh, are, we yeah. are. We're going to start. So we're going to wind up seeing Spidey appear in Civil War. Okay. Um, that's been, that's been confirmed um, at this point, not by Marvel or anything, but I mean, I've, I've got enough sources at this point where, where it's like, I know Spidey's going to be in this movie. Yeah. Um, what and, about and, Spider-Man, the toddler years? I mean, they the t- <laughs> oh, the one thing yeah. that they haven't covered so far. Yeah. They could I'm do just... an they could do an animated one and have Scotty Young do it. <laughs> oh, that would be fun, actually. I I would I would watch that. It, but I, I really love Scotty Young. And speaking of Scotty Young, if you have not yet started reading I Hate Fairyland or on the uncensored covers, but Fairyland, um, <laughs> you need to read that book. It's Scotty's uh, creator owned. Okay. Bloody brilliant. So irreverent and amazing. Who's he putting it out but through? Image. Okay, image. All right, I'll check it out right. then. Maybe I can get one of the uncensored covers. I'll have to go see. Yeah, you don't yeah, happen to uh, still have one at your store, do you? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but I have one. You know, ferried away in my back room. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, if I have an extra one, text me. Yeah, text me. I'll <laughs> yeah. come up and get it, and I'll give it a shot. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, at this point, we've been rambling on for a little while because I hope all our listeners out there know who we are. We are the Super Awesome Geek Show. Today, you know, I'm John, your host, as I am every day. I don't know why I day before that. <laughs> Just today. Just today, yeah. Oh, yesterday we were Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> day before so. that, I was Tyler Durden, right? Yes, yes, yes. Very, very, very much. I am Russell Wilson, in case anybody's wondering. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> Wilson yeah. has, has, like, gone up a couple octaves, uh, <laughs> I have noticed. Uh, I think that Russell has suffered, uh, perhaps, a, 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 a couple extra hard kicks to the nether regions. But, uh, We're not his cup today. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Russell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but for realsies, this is Christina Pryor. She the uh, she has a website called Authors Crossing. Tell us a little bit about it uh, while we're on it right now. Go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. Before we start, just right on the spot, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um. Basically, it's just a blog. Um. I used to do book blogs with a friend, and um. We, it we, we did something that no one else did before. It was two girls, and 
we would read the same book and instead of one review up there, it was both of our opinions up there going back and forth and um, people loved that and we were sent many, many books um, digitally to read and it became almost sometimes two to three books a week and I was just like... I told my, she's my best friend. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And she was the same way. We were just burnt out and people were just sending us books and we're like, sure. And we'd read one and we're just like, wow, this one's bad. But you know, and we feel bad because we signed up to review and they sent us a book and it wasn't very good. And we have to be honest. And we're just like, you know, (laughs) so, um, we took a break from that because reading the reason why we did it, reading was super fun for us. And we'd read together anyway and go back and forth. Oh my God. Oh my God. This book. And, um, we just said we should do it together. Well, we took off and then I was like, well, you know, I feel like there's some indie authors out there that could use some support. Now I want them to be able to have a platform where they could share their stuff. Um, I might need to change the blog soon because I mean, I'll take anybody at this point and you want to promote your stuff. Hey, you know, um, but I ended up talking with a couple author friends and I said, you know what, I'm going to create this blog and you want to be on it. We'll showcase your stuff. And at first it was just that I was not providing a review or nothing. I was just letting them, whatever you want to share books, links, whatever, whatever helps you. And then I'll put it up. I'll tweet it. You tweet it. Maybe other people will tweet it, you know? And it started there and then it kind of went through a dry spell and then I decided, okay, I'm going to get, you know, try and get authors on there to say, hey, you want to share? And I decided to do interviews, which you became one of them. Yeah. The first non-book people. Um, um, and so, and right now I'm at a nobody spell, but I really don't want to be trying to, you know, my brain is on Star Wars. I really don't want to be doing interviews. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and it just became that it's just kind of people who have a project, have a book, have a site they want supported. I just kind of want to give them, Hey, here's the thing. I'm no big deal. I'm not like, you know, one of those awesome, I'm not you guys for one thing, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're we're not Mike Marin, right? Right. (laughs) But I just wanted to be able to give people a chance to promote their stuff, um, yeah, you know, and I figure if, you know, anybody starts following me and then you tweet yours and then someone else will see it. And then if like five other people were below you, then they'll see their stuff, too. And maybe that will interest them or they say, hey, that will interest somebody I know. I should direct them to that page. And hoping that all the authors I've had on there, some you've spoken to um, in the Seattle area, but, you know, that they that their stuff is seen because it's like they put all that hard work in there and they're sitting there trying to share their stuff and they can't be spammy. I sometimes can get a little spammy, but that's okay. Mm. Um, But I just wanted to give them a chance to, yeah, there's some people I have up there that I have like so much passion about the stuff that they do that I would like write a post for them every day. But you know, that gets old. So, and I'm like, you know, they can't, they can't write super fast either. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's a lot like what we do. We, we started out trying to showcase a lot of web comics and graphic novelists and things that uh, people might otherwise not have known. And, uh, 
you know, and I still do that. I, I mean, you know, with the little get your geek on at the con, I like to showcase somebody who, you know, especially new people who are out there creating something cool that other people might enjoy. Right. And that, and that's, that's, and that's what I want. You know, it, it, it's just awesome. I think it's time we take a moment here to listen to an author talk about one of her books. Since Christina is from Authors Crossings, it seems almost appropriate. So here we go, Robin Hobb, while at Jet City Comic Show. So I'm here at Jet City, and Robin Hobb is here, the great best-selling author. Robin, tell us a little bit about some of your books and what you've got coming out. Well, I'm working on a trilogy called The Fitz and the Fool. The first two volumes are out, Fool's Assassin and Fool's Quest. And I'm working on writing the third volume. Awesome. Do you have any idea when that third one will come out? Uh, because I have missed my deadline, it's probably not going to come out until 2017. It's entirely my own fault. Nothing to do with the publisher. Uh, send me the hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robin, where can everybody follow you on social media or on, on your website or anything like that? Oh, we've got far too many social media connections. There's a Robin Hobb Facebook. There's a Robin Hobb Twitter. There's a Robin Hobb Instagram. Uh, what am I forgetting, Kat? Uh, what other social media are we on? A Tumblr. We have a Robin Hobb Tumblr. So, <laughs> Pretty much and anywhere. And a website. Yeah. So I think we've got it well covered. <laughs> we sell a lot of books at the bookstore that I work on for you. I, I, my day job's at a bookstore, and uh, you're always a big hit at the store. Well, thank you so much, because uh, somebody hand-selling the book is the biggest compliment and the most help that a writer can get. And I always like to find out, since I'm a geek show, what are you currently geeking out about? What are you really into? Well, I think... At particular at Jet City Comic Con, we were thrilled to see that Phoenix Jones, Seattle superhero, was actually here. Uh, I've been meeting a lot of people coming through. A lot of the, the costumes are amazing. I'm really enjoying this convention because the, the size of it lets us actually stop and talk to people. It's not so packed that we have to hurry people along. This is just a great convention. Yeah, it is a good show, and I, I enjoyed talking to Phoenix myself. It was really cool. Absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, thanks a lot for a little bit of your time. Okay, well, thank you so much. And geek on. <laughs> and now Rob and I are back with Christina Pryor to talk about some of her experiences at Star Wars Celebration and more. I, I went to Star Wars uh, Celebration and I passed out stuff yeah. for someone. And it was just... It was awesome because it's like I'm there, I'm passing out stuff, I talk to people, you know. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people, if I didn't see everything, but I talk to people in line who are super excited about Star Wars, which is in five, four or five days. Yeah. Some of you know, I didn't care. I was talking to people, you know. I'm yeah, like, well, that was the weird thing about Celebration was that the you didn't care if you were standing in line for three hours because you're sitting next to someone and like, like – we met Chris Sultan and his his now wife, and um, they were engaged when we met them there. But they they ended up in like three or four lines with us, and we ended up being line buddies. You know, we we kept calling. We we ended up with like four or five line friends by the end of the end of the trip. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I was. Um, I wish I had I was, bumped into you. <laughs> well, I was I was following you at that point, and so a couple times I would look at my phone. And see, I'm like, oh, they're out there. And by the time I was done, I went, no, they're probably gone. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I I was in the Funko line for a while. Yeah. Uh, it was on a Saturday. Yeah. 
I was in the Funko line for a while, and then I was in the Force Awakens T-shirt line for oh, three hours. Yeah. I was in there for three hours, man. <laughs> we got in really fast to that merchandising area, but then when we got to the uh, to the line to check out, that was like two or three hours long to check out. But you, the awesome thing about that was, okay, so they said, come back around this time, then you can start lining up for the shirt. And I said, okay, no problem. So I went in the line, and they, there was a few five of us that had come to line up, and then the line grew. And it grew more because they told us you could be in the queue to go in the store for quite a while. So I'm like, might as well get my place in line. Well, I was only in that queue for five minutes. I was like, well, that didn't work so well. (laughs) So and then I was in this gigantic line and they shifted us like three times because the line kept growing. And I was talking I was talking to this guy from I think it was Boston and he and I were just like talking and I'm like, what are we here waiting for? A T-shirt, you know. (laughs) And we were told that the T-shirt was on the way to LAX. It was still in the plane. Well, we're standing there (laughs) in line in Anaheim. You know, the plane. And then they go, the plane has now landed in LAX. It has to drive down here. We're like, yeah, we only have an hour left. You know. (laughs) And then so they they came and instructed us. This is what will happen. You you can get one of each shirt. One Force Awaken and one... um, uh, the the con oh, shirt, the con shirt, right? Yeah, right. And I was like, "Well, I already have a con shirt, so I'm just here for the other one." And um, and it was hilarious. And there was one, there was actually a fight. I saw there's some of us that were laughing, some of us that dove under things to run into the store to grab so that we could still shop. You know, <laughs> we saved each other's place in line. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it was it was to me. If people go, why are you crazy? You waited three or four hours for a T-shirt. Yeah, I did um, <laughs> for somebody else. And um, but I had a really good time. Yeah. And it, because we talked to people about all the different Star Wars movies and the things that went on. And I was reading Twitter in line and, you know. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of guys from Boston. That's actually where most of our line friends were from. Oh, wow. So, so it, I, I, it, you wouldn't have any chance know what their name was or remember, would you? It's it's one guy and he was bald. So, and he was a tall dude. It was a Chris Sultan. You don't know. <laughs> He's bald and tallish. I don't know. And he had this deep voice. I mean, he was he was a nice guy. Yeah. Huh. I wonder. It, it doesn't sound like him with the deep voice and all that. And he's and you're probably describing someone taller than Chris, but that'd be <laughs> funny. Maybe he knows them, you know, because <laughs> we got a whole crew in Boston because of the um, because of the celebration, Star Wars celebration. We ended up, I mean, meeting, getting in touch with like 10 or 12 guys out there in the Boston area just through the people we met in line at the celebration in Anaheim. It was and it's amazing to always meet new friends, you know, and a couple people we know now in L.A. And there's one girl that we know over in. Uh, uh, she's Dutch, so but I can't remember which of the Dutch country. Was it Finland? I don't know. Now, were you all, did you all go? In the Netherlands somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in the Netherlands, right? Yeah. Um, no, it was just me and Derek and Daryl. Uh, oh. Daryl and Derek are twins. They usually, they're mostly into the, they run the D&D campaigns for us and stuff, but they're they're only on the show when it's hardcore, something Star Wars hardcore, you know? <laughs> You didn't tell them I was Carrie Fisher? Come on. <laughs> well, neither one of them could have made it tonight. I tried to get one of them to come on tonight, too. 
this season is hard. I mean, it's like with all the Christmas and oh, all the yeah, stuff going on. Yeah, holidays everywhere. Yeah, Jason just told me yesterday, he was like, I got this, my wife wants me to go to this Christmas thing. I think I'm going to have to be out on Thursday night. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, so it's getting to the holidays where it's going to be harder and harder to get everybody on or more. At least, oh, yeah. at least we got you, Rob. Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Well, I'm here. What was that last week? I was all ready to go and he was like, everybody's sick and I have a headache. I was like, oh, man, I was all set up, ready to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry everybody was sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, what can we say? We, we we have weak immune systems. It's sad. Yeah. It's the northwest <laughs> weather. Whenever it changes, everyone gets sick. Yeah, uh, well, no that's, kidding, right? That's like in California. I think it's. I think I heard one of my neighbors shouting outside, it's raining! I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, California's going to blow up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, out here, it rains, and then like uh, two days later, it's like 85 degrees, and everybody's sneezing, and you know, <laughs> we have bipolar weather here. Yeah. It sounds like it. Because you're right down there in L.A., right? And Are you near Anaheim? I am in Anaheim. I am oh. actually 10 minutes from Disneyland. Oh, cool. Do you just go there, like, all the time? Do you have, like, a, a, a yearly pass? <laughs> I do not have a yearly pass anymore because the prices have gone really. Nasty. But I went um, a couple months ago uh, to Disneyland, and it's before they started opening the new stuff. And now I want to go because Space Mountain is hyperspace mountain. Yeah. Um, Star Star Tours I went on, they changed it and put, you could go on Star Tours, like, five times and see five different, yeah. like, wide scenes. It's like, kind of random, right? Oh, nice. Right, right. And then um, they have the Star Wars show um in the little ugh, the stage comes up and there's a restaurant right there um it's across from space mountain and then they're putting oh they're putting yeah space mountain yeah space mountain is all star wars now yeah i love space mountain yeah i oh. as a kid i was scared of it and then i went on it and then um a guy i dated um bought me a pass uh for for some present because he wanted me to go with him all the time and Mm -hmm. so we went but he had a handicap pass so we went in all the exits which was kind of fun because i did all of disneyland within an hour and a half Um, nice yeah it's like boom we're done um but um we would go on space mountain and the whole thing was we had to stick our arms up in the air and how long could you keep your arms up in the air while riding space mountain you know (laughs) (laughs) it was it was kind of fun Dude, last time I was down there, um, God, it's been years now. Um, it was a, a couple of years after Indiana Jones opened, so it must have been like the early 2000s. Um, and, uh, dude, went on Space Mountain, and the the uh, trolley behind mine, somebody, like, just, like, explosively vomited, oh. like, <laughs> everywhere. And it's like, I am so glad that we were able to escape the carnage. <laughs> and they wound up closing the entire ride after that. Well, for the yeah, because if night, it goes over know? the side, it could hit people below them. And like, oh, because. Oh, oh, and it definitely did. Yeah. It definitely went over the side. I mean, it went like everywhere. It was like something out of a like a like a Chevy Chase vacation movie. Oh, it was bad, dude. Like 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 the scene in Monty Python. Uh, uh, in the meaning of life, or, like, or or oh. or what about uh, was it Stand by Me with the with the pie contest? Oh, there you go. That's oh. that's a good one. So so yeah, imagine that in Space Mountain, right? Oh. Have and, you seen Space Mountain with the lights on? 
I never have, personally. I've only seen it in the dark. You mean the inside? I, yeah. No, I don't think I have. I think it's I, in dark. I have. It, when the ride breaks down, mm-hmm. if, if you're stuck in line, they turn on all the lights inside. Oh, cool. And you're just like, well, that just ruined it for me. But <laughs> no. <laughs> Does it look um, lame? <laughs> yeah, well, it used to be they've had to change the track because same people, same guy dated and um, two of our friends, we would go on. We're like, turn, 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 because we knew where the turns were coming. We, I mean, uh-huh. we would go like a couple times a week <laughs> and we were turn, turn, turn. And then they changed it. So, um, but yeah, it's really weird inside because it looks like this weird spiral of things. And it just looks like this giant ball inside. It's, <laughs> I don't recommend seeing it with the lights on. You're just like, oh, man. Oh. I thought it was a freaky ride. That doesn't look so bad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a friend that tried to tell me, so I'm going to go to the original Disney. And I'm like, oh, okay, where's that? She goes, in Florida. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and she's like, she goes, yes, that's the original Disney. I'm like, no, 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 no. And we went back and forth. I'm like, I know I'm right on this one. I'm really not going to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you go to the computer and just look it up. Yeah. Oh, I did. And I said, here you go. <laughs> Cause like, I have to, there's, there's, have it. Yeah, there's a manager at work where I have to do that a lot. She's like, no, that can't be true. And I'm like, do, 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 click. There you go. She's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I know what I'm talking about most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, I only usually push an issue if I'm pretty sure I'm absolutely right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get my brother and I in the same room if we both think we're right because we will. Oh. We both push the issue, and we think we're right, and both of us have opposite opinions and ideas, and it's like, we can't both be right, but <laughs> we both swear we are. I'm with you. <laughs> it'll, come to, it'll come to blows, you know, my brother and I. Yeah, yeah, my brother and I are kind of like that, too, sadly, uh, in, in in a lot of issues, yeah. especially revolving around politics. Ooh, man, oh, man, ugly. Man. I don't like that topic. Well, see, most mm-hmm. of it for us is like, Marvel or DC heroes yeah. and like who has that's what power intense. and what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's an intense like 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 if if you're coming to blows over who has what powers or because I'll be like well, in the comics they did this and he's like but I only watch the movies and TV and in the movie he did this so you can happen and he goes I don't read those stupid comics and I'm going oh. but in the comics this is what happened you know <laughs> isn't it kind of like the book versus the movie yeah it'll be argument. that yeah. yeah yeah oh I hate those I hate people who argue I'm like obviously they're going to change something for the movie to make it movieable, if you will. I'm like, it's not going to be the same as the book. So you kind of need to get over that already. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing that, that a lot of these folks just fail to understand is that these are all different artistic mediums yeah, and right. every they're, they're, and different things work in different mediums. You know, I mean, let's face it with the exception of maybe like Spider-Man, most Superheroes would look pretty friggin' ridiculous in spandex up on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be pretty god awful. And some of you them know? wouldn't. And, and you got to be honest, some of the colors they chose for the comics, you're like, you can't do that on the screen. It'll just look ridiculous. Oh no, no. I mean, I mean, you got to figure that that most of these costumes, uh, the the color palette that they're using is from a time when they had either 32 or 64 colors to choose from or it, even four colors. <laughs> well, it's the four colors are the, are the, they're talking about the, the printing plates. So okay, there, there is, um, yeah, that's what they so meant by four color comics. Exactly. So, so there was a, uh, there were, um, 
four different plates, one cyan, one magenta, one yellow, and one black. And how they inked those basically uh, led to the final color in in the comic that's they they did half tones so they did you know based that's where the dots came into play yeah you're right i remember had, that yeah because they only had those four colors to play with what you got was you know whatever amalgamation you could get between different variations of those four colors yep um so that's why the hulk for example he started out gray or kind of a purplish gray which was pretty much all the plates in a really convoluted um mix um and uh, it was so complicated that they that they changed the color to green. Yeah. Because that was a much easier mix to 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 deal with. Yeah. Well, Only I after what wasn't it like after one or two issues that he turned? Yeah, it, it was after that first little was it run. Was just the first one? Okay. The well, the first little run. Okay. Um, it, it was there was a handful of issues. It may have been like even as many as like six issues. Okay. okay. I, I think it got canceled after six issues, then came back in, um, uh, it wasn't journey into mystery. It was, uh, Oh dang it. Uh, uh I, I always get all the, the, I know the combo. Yeah. like there were strange, uh, strange tales, There uh, were strange adventures. There were strange tales. There was tales to astonish. There was astonishing yeah. tales, and, you know, it was like, and, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Right. And, and, uh, one of the combo books for Marvel in the early 60s uh, had, uh, you know, the Hulk and, uh, crap, was it Iron Man? Um, I have no clue. For, for, uh, before they went on to go have their own series again, but, but the Hulk had his, had his first little run before it got canceled, uh, before it moved into one of the combo books. Uh, and then he got his own series again later on when they changed. I think it was Tales to Astonish at after like issue one hundred to the Incredible Hulk. Oh, cool! Yeah, comic history nerd. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I I was. It's so funny because I went to um, the L.A. the Stanley Comic Con. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Were uh, you there? Uh, yeah, Kamikaze Con. Were you there? I wish. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was. I was walking around going, what the heck? There are so many different things that I didn't know. But it was so funny because the people there, mm-hmm. um, um, the people there were like, I was like, wow, it's crowded. And I'm, I'm in a stormtrooper dress. <laughs> and, um, I have a backpack on and I'm walking through and I was like, holy crap, it's crowded. Like, I was apologizing to people as we were running into each other. And this one lady goes, I am so disappointed. It has not been crowded like this before. And I'm like, well, Star Wars is coming out in a couple months. So there you go. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like. Kind of a big deal. Why do you think people are here? Um, because, I mean, Funko was there with their box. And somebody else was there with their box. And oh, mm. what's the other box place? Oh, I can't even think of the name. Oh, God, there's so many boxes. There's so many. There are. There's a million. Like Nerd Block. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. There's Nerd Block. There's Loot Crate. There's the the Marvel and the Star Wars crates. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, and like you said, there's so many. Funko has their crate, and then there's the um, 
Is there a video game crate coming out? Like, and there's one that's Wait, just shirts, I think. Does Funko like have their own box, or is it, or are I, they just the ones behind the Marvel and the and the, the Star Wars box? They are behind the Marvel and the Star Wars box. Um, the Smuggler's Bounty is um, all Star Wars. You get a figure. They say it's a surprise, but I think last month was Chrome plated Captain Phasma, yeah. the shirt and something else. You get a whole bunch of stuff in a box. You don't know what's coming. Um, they said, is it next this month or next month is the resistance. And that's the title of the box. So you don't know what's coming in it. So they're basically kind of doing it the same way that loot crates, uh, you know, been doing it, uh, kind of dropping like a little hint of what, what the box might, the theme might be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that gets people to buy in for that month, you know. If oh they yeah. Haven't, oh. Yeah. Well, and don't they have like hero? There's hero something too, like hero box or hero. Yeah, crate. and loot loot crate was really loot See, crate was awesome. Mm-hmm. There was just so many. I, I'm gonna tell you because I've been to Comic Con, and I then I went to Star Wars Celebration, and then I went to uh, Kamikaze. Yeah, Kamikaze Con. Eh, Kamikaze Con was just. For me, because there was no, like, I don't know. I They said, we have this show. And I was like, I'm tired of walking. I'm in Converse, uh, Stormtrooper tights, a dress. Tired of walking. It's stuffy in there. I go sit in this room that's now freezing. I'm shivering. <laughs> um, and you think, oh, this is going to be some fun... Um, fun Harry Potter show because you know I've seen Harry Potter and it was supposed to be improv and I thought oh, I could use some laughs and I'm just sitting there and I was like this is the most stupidest thing I've ever seen oh no like, this is so lame and I was just like this isn't even funny but the one that was before was these girls and they were dancers and it was awesome dancers and they they Star Wars themed it there was a girl dressed as C-3PO and she was doing flips and ballet like it was amazing and then another girl she had um, was a violin and it was in the shape of a land speeder oh wow and she was play she played the Star Wars song I, that's what I call it, the Star Wars song everybody knows. Um, she played something else, um, and then she pl- I forgot what was the last song she played, and then she lit the engines on fire and was playing it while it was on fire. I was like, this I wanted to see, <laughs> you know. But, like, out of all the cons, um, I think Comic-Con has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars was just mostly, yeah, obviously, Star Wars. And Kamikaze was just, I don't know, it was, to me, it was a big cluster mess. Like, here's stuffed animals over here and t-shirts, and you can find pop figures everywhere, you know? <laughs> but just not... Well, was that the first Kamikaze? Uh, that I... No. Okay, okay. It's not the uh, first one put on, though. Right. Th- yeah, they, they've had, it's been going for a couple years, maybe two, three years now. Okay. Um, and it's generally considered to be more of a media show than a comic book show. Um, kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, kind of following the, the San Diego model in, in that regard. But I've, I've heard mixed things about the show, you know, from, from different artists who've, who've, uh, tabled there and, and, and whatnot about the crowds and sales and, and content and whatnot. So, you know, it, I, I got a feeling that it's one of those that'll probably, you know, uh, be, be a solid show maybe once they kind of figure some stuff out. Cause that's what I was I, thinking. I was like, well, 
sometimes it takes them, you know, the first year, second year, they're like, wow, we didn't realize we'd get these kind of crowds and we would need to make the aisles bigger and do different things. Because I thought Celebration was perfect. Mm -hmm. There was, was there was like hundreds of thousands of people there, but I don't think I ever felt crowded. I could get through the aisles. Well, the aisles were like 10 or 15 feet wide between each between each um, aisle of vendor, you know. And it it sounds really smart. Yeah. And it wasn't like that at Kamikaze Con. I mean, there were just certain areas where you're just shoulder to shoulder walking in and you're just like, I'm okay with people, but now I want to trip all of you to get out of my way. Like yeah. <laughs> in my in my head, that's where I'm going. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so crowded. Um, mm. um parts of parts of um Comic Con are like that. It depended on the area you mm. were in. Um, I didn't feel like I don't know. I didn't feel like it was laid out. I felt like all the people, the comic book artists and the artists and things were on this one side. And then there's all the shop things in the middle. And then you're like, well, are there more artists on the other side? And you go over there and it's kind of, but it's more stores. So it's like Hmm. this one aisle of artists and then a bunch of mini shops collector type things which was awesome and then in the back there was this big huge wall of comics old comics comics that had just the drawings that didn't weren't colored in mm-hmm. uh, and they were all like good prices i'm all do i know like 500 people anybody want these i mean no one was over there <laughs> you know wow. it was that's what i've it, heard it was neat and i got to pet grumpy cat so there you go Aww. oh well that's cool yeah yeah yeah, I've heard from the I've heard that with the sh- kind of shift in the 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 demographic that hits Comic Con and and whatnot that the old dealers who who have done the show for years selling selling comics have have really done pretty poorly in the last several years, and uh, some of the big ones are talking about pulling out. Huh. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I just remember. I don't know if there was anything done at Kamikaze, but at the year I went to Comic-Con, that was the year, oh, I went the year um, Eclipse, Twilight Eclipse came out, so I went oh. that, that year. Hmm. Um, was that the year that the dude got stabbed in the eye with a fork at, at the Hall H? Or like a pen or something? What? It's like Yeah, yeah, the, there was like a, a huge nerd fight over over uh the line for hall h which was where they were doing like all the big like the main exhibitions and whatnot the actors and, and stuff yeah 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 and and i guess uh twilight fans were like camping the room mm-hmm. um and staying for like the thing and and there was like infighting basically uh in the line because people were getting pissed off and like some dude got stabbed in the eye with a pencil wow yeah people people are just horrible i was waiting i forgot why i was waiting but it was over where the um summit entertainment that at the time had were putting out the twilight movies and i was just the the guy's like how are you i'm all fine um and here's where a little sad part for you guys is going to come in the guy asked me he goes he goes i said yeah i wanted a shirt but i'm not going to wait in line it was just a summit their movie red they were advertising that and Mm. I forgot what the other one they were advertising. And um, I was just sitting there and he's like, so I think he was uh, an executive. And he goes, so how many times have you seen the movie? I'm like, uh, three. <laughs> and, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh. And I said, and I 
kind of could tell you the whole book in five minutes. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, he goes, you know what? You get a shirt right now. Hands me a shirt. I'm all, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, being a secret nerd about stuff pays off. <laughs> you know, it does. And, and isn't it weird how, like, you can bump into those kind of things? Like, that that situation, like what you're describing, like, seems to happen to me quite a bit because I stumble around, like, not knowing what I'm doing. Right, that's what I do. Yeah, and, like, it three or four times it has paid off for me. Like, when I went to the, um, they did an opening night at the EMP when the um, the EMP is a museum here in Seattle called Experience Music Project, but they've expanded it now to more sci-fi and uh, all kinds of different things. And they had an opening night where they had all the costumes from Star Wars, from the uh, tr- the prequels and the original trilogy. And uh, to open it, they had a big party the night before the opening. And they invited Anthony Daniels and Billy Dee Williams there, okay? And... You had to get a wristband in order to get into the amphitheater to sit down where they were going to talk. And they had these nice chairs, like lounge chairs that they could sit in. And then a interviewer would sit in. And I did not know where I was going. I got my wristband. But when it came time to go to this to watch the interview and do the Q&A and everything, I, uh, I didn't know where I was going. And I ended up showing up, finally finding the door and where this place was, where the amphitheater was like about a minute before the thing was going to start. And the lady's like, well, we've closed the doors. And she goes, so just wait here a second. And once they dim the lights and start the thing, I can usher you down and get you in because there's, um, we actually have five reserved seats in the front for people and they didn't all show up. Oh. So I was like, what? And so then she just, um, and then, then one other person showed up, one other, a girl showed up who also, had lost her way and didn't know where she was. And he, and, and she's like, okay, well we can get you both down there. And then when the <laughs> lights dimmed, she escorted us right to the front row in the center. So me and this girl who show up just a tiny bit late, end up front row center sitting with Billy D. Williams staring us in the face, you know, <laughs> just nice. like, ah. I'm did he like, give you a Colt 45? No, no. I, 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 I was thinking of asking for one, but uh, just to have, <laughs> I should have brought one for him to sign. Right. Yeah I, yeah, I love those. I love those things where you just end up like that, and you're just like, "I'm actually talking to this person. Am I still in my body?" <laughs> Seriously, right? And when we but, went to Florida, we went to um what they call Magic Con, I think it is called, and mm-hmm. uh or Magic City Con or something. But they they basically have two big conventions at, at in Miami each year in Florida, and we went to one of them with my dad, the one that goes on in June. And my dad was like, you know, totally not into any of this stuff growing up when I when I was growing up, you know. And, but he said, you know, I want to see what these conventions are like, so I'll go with you for half the day. And he enjoyed like being outside before they opened the show and seeing all the people in costume and everyone just mingling and having a good time. And he was taking pictures of people that were in costumes and just, I mean, I mean, I did not expect my dad to have such a blast looking at all these people in costume and talking to the different people. And he was surprised to find people his own age. And then uh, he ended up knowing one of the guys that was uh, an, a comic <laughs> creator. He, he ended up at the pool that he goes to. He met the guy who drew Alan Bellman. I think his name is. He drew the famous cover of Captain America punching Hitler in the oh. face. 
And oh. yeah, so my dad is friends with this guy for meeting him at the pool. <laughs> and then he ended up being at the convention. So my dad's like, oh, hey, Alan, how you doing? They're like, oh, hey. So, he, you know, <laughs> it got us to sit down behind him. We had to get the chat for a little while with him and stuff. So it was really cool, you know, getting Dang. like that little bit of an inside. But before we went in, we walked in and we said, we already got um, all our stuff because we paid for it online. Where are we supposed to go? And the lady didn't, I guess she misunderstood what we were saying because we already had these wristbands on. And she's like, just go through that door and wait in there until the show starts, until it opens. And we're like, okay. So we go through this door and there's a hallway and we go down a little bit and we end up in this little room. And in the room are all the guys from Comic Book Men, um, Alec Baldwin, the one who was on Firefly, that Baldwin from Firefly. Is that oh, one of the bald oh, ones? Oh. Yeah, is that definitely Alec? not Alec Baldwin? Okay, yeah, yeah. Different, unrelated yeah, Baldwin. Yeah, the, 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 the unrelated Baldwin. Is it Adam? Yeah, that, that's Adam Baldwin. <laughs> yes, yes. So Jane. He, he was in there, and a few other people. And my dad's talking with me with uh, Ming. We were talking to Ming Chen from the um, Tom, comic book men, you know. <laughs> and uh, I was like Ming. <laughs> He's like, hey. And we're all talking, and then like after a little while, they're like, "So who are you guys? Like, what are you guys known for?" We're like, "What? We're just here to see the show." And they're like, "No, this is the lounge where all the guests are hanging out before the show." They were like, "How'd we end up in the lounge?" You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jesus, and then like dude. someone walks up to us, and you know, like maybe they overheard our conversation or whatever, but they walk up to us and they're like, "Wait a minute, those Rolls wristbands are for waiting in the other room. You guys shouldn't have even gone down that hallway. Why are you in the lounge?" We're like, "The lady told us to go down here. We don't know what we're doing." <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So you... it really pays off to just be bubbling around and not knowing what you're doing. <laughs> It, it it totally does, because, like, when I told you I got to see Grumpy Cat, it was, okay, I knew what time it was going to be, and I'm like, okay, are they bringing the real cat? What the heck? Um, I got to take a picture with, um, she's a famous cosplayer. She plays Ariel, and I don't know. I got to take a, I forgot her name. But I got to take a picture of her, because no one was standing at the, uh, it was the Funko store. And um, I, uh. Um, I got my first Funko, which was Ariel, which I was excited. Um, anyway, so they said, um, Grumpy Cat's going to be here at 2.30. And I was like, okay. So I went and walked around, did a few other things for, I think it was an hour, and came back. They wouldn't let anybody line up. It was like 2.15, and they were, we won't let anybody in line Jeez. until 2.30. And I was like, all right. So I started drifting around. I drifted around for like five minutes and then circled back. There was a swarm of people that surrounded the Funko booth. And I was like, is there a line now? And I saw the lady and she's shouting at people. There is no line. You need to keep going. I got stuck. I got wedged up against a wall. And I'm like, they're like, you people need to move. I'm like, yes, please, or I'm going to kick somebody. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like wedged up against the wall because there's these massive people that want to see this cat that aren't moving. And I'm like, what the heck? So they sent everybody away. We walked away. And then they stuck up a sign, the line this way. And they started marching away from the booth. So they line it up away from the booth. And it's the first 200 people oh, wow. um, oh, were supposed geez. to get a wristband. And to me, it felt like there was like 500 people. Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. And I came back hmm, half an hour later and there was nobody in line 
and the cat was still there. And I walked right up and took a picture with the cat. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You know, and it was just like... All that madness, and then you just walk right up. (laughs) Right. I was like, you people were all stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was laughing at the people. I'm like, so all those crazy people probably could have just done this, and they would have been A-okay. They're like, yeah, I'm all, this is a cat. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and now you can spill the beans is grumpy cat really as grumpy or or is she a sweet cat she was sleeping <laughs> okay. um, and i i first i put my face close i'm all is this a real cat or is this a stuffed animal you know and she was breathing and she opened her eyes and looked at me it's it i guess she's sweet and then um later on twitter i saw stanley took a picture with her too like back <laughs> backstage i was like oh <laughs> but i didn't see anybody uh did i famous as you would say there you i think you'd run into more like that at uh, star wars and uh yeah Comic-Con. and i will say that i am so excited for thursday that i mean you even participated in some of my polls yeah I you missed them. You missed the trivia night. I, I was that Friday night. I did that. I think I was so exhausted that I did. I have random Star Wars information in my head, and just sometimes it leaks out. <laughs> and because because same guy I dated that bought me the Disney Pass was a huge. I mean, I know there are a lot of people that are big Star Wars fans. I his room in his apartment was I think his bed was it was black with the imperial stuff on it Symbols and then and stuff yeah yeah and then across his ceiling he had figures that he didn't open oh he all tacked bed. up there right yeah uh-huh all, it was like the border of his ceiling he had certain ones he opened he had a lightsaber um i mean you name it he had it and i went to the comic book store with him every week on the nose to get certain ones. So I, I already was a fan, but I kind of got all the, I don't call it useless information except in conversations like this or things I did on Twitter. I mean, but what am I going to do with certain facts about Star Wars? So it was it Friday night. I started using the poll feature on Twitter and started tweeting stuff. And there was people like the whole, how many lines did Boba Fett have? How oh, wow. what was his, his total screen time? Um, and then I put out there who, no one got this one right, and I was really irritated. I said, who was the original commander of the Death Star? And I, I put, you know, a dumb answer and then a couple of choices. No one got it right. Well, was it Tarkin, uh, Governor Tarkin? Yes. Everybody, well, how, how did they not everybody get that? voted the Emperor. I'm like, what planet are you from? <laughs> A man whose lack of faith was found disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) And then then I think my last last one was where was Hoth filmed? And I put, I think I put Antarctica, Norway, and one other cold planet. And, or planet. (laughs) (laughs) Norway (laughs) is a whole other planet now, guys. You guys have just broken off from the Earth and you're flying out. Congratulations. And... I think like two people and I'm like, okay, I want to know who's voting because I know there's a couple of my followers that have their facts <laughs> and I'm just like, please, because there was, and I think I put, what were the odds 
but C3PO said, I think, or I said, someone tell me the odds poll, and I put four to one. one. Yeah, it was 3,700, yeah, and no one got that right. I was like, do I need to shake? So I, like, I started tweeting angry. Do I need to shake someone? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? See, this is like a whole different, like, 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 area of nerddom for me. You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, I, I'm definitely like, you know, big comic booky Transformers, you know, books, uh, you know, and whatnot. But it's just like, um, I'll tell you. I do not. I, I in fact, I, I feel a little bit intimidated around the Star Wars, like like the hardcore Star Wars fandom, because I do not know this shit. <laughs> like, 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 I've seen the movies a lot, you know, over over the years, but for whatever reason, like, like the minutia, uh, like, and the details never quite sunk in for me the way that it did with with folks who are like you know super fans and whatnot, like and. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like you guys just started bandering back and forth about that. I'm just like, damn. Now you're gonna post on Twitter. I'm learning so much about Star Wars that I didn't know about. <laughs> I, I, I didn't tell you guys that I could possibly live tweet this conversation. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, no. I. It's just facts. Like, I don't know. Not done it, three. I don't know why. I think I got tired of the prequels. I watched all those many times, but I was trying to watch all of them again before the movie. And I did four, five, and six, and then I did one, two. And I think when I was um, when I did two, um, it was at the end. It was late. It was a Friday night, I think, or Saturday night, and I was so tired. And I I put that. Um, oh my gosh! I just realized the reason for the Death Star is because of Jar Jar. It was Jar Jar's fault. He gave that vote, and there goes the Death Star. I said, if you all want someone to blame, you should just blame the useless character that was Jar Jar. And it it went off on Twitter, and I think I was laughing so hard, I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, my God, it's Jar Jar's fault. (laughs) He's so stupid. You know, we just kept going on and on, and I couldn't breathe, and my friend called me. She goes, are you okay? I'm like, no. Because it was just I when I get tired I like and that's when I go to midnight showings of those movies that no one likes. Um, um, I become funny because I'm a person that falls asleep early. I'm not a late person yeah. unless I'm yeah. out. If I'm out with people, then I won't notice how tired I am till I get to my car. <laughs> and but I'll just start like you think I'm talking fast now it gets a lot worse I get really goofy and and my one friend goes where is that person ever I'm like half of you don't really like this wacky nerdy side of me so I just shut up you know (laughs) that's why I said if I was to go with a group of you to Star Wars rather than who I'm going with people would probably be like yeah because Hmm. um when I went to, if I'm really excited about a movie, like I'll be super excited. Like I am now. Um, I will just, we'll just mention this once. Yes. Um, because it's gone. I, yeah. I was a twilight fan. Um, <laughs> I kind of am still, yeah. but, um, um, I don't talk <laughs> about it anymore cause it's gone. Um, but I went with my friends and I was in charge of saving a place in line for the very last movie. And I was there at like two in the afternoon, which I will do for star Wars. And, um, I was there and my friend came from Vegas and we started, there's the, 
people at the theater will pace the lines when there's lines that long. Um, people lined up for that Spider-Man 3 one, um, and people were pacing <laughs> the lines. Because I was at the mall that day, and they were pacing mm-hmm. the lines. And I started talking to this guy, hi, how are you? And he's like, oh, hey, hi. And, you know, he's he's just making sure that the crowds aren't getting rowdy. And I'll yeah. start talking to them. I'm all, and then every time he walked by, I'm all, hey, Cliff, how's it going? And my friend's <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm like, he's a person. He's probably bored. And she's like, what's wrong with you? So next time he walked, I said, hey, Cliff, do you need a soda? And he just, you know, I'm, I'm that weird. And then we get in the movie and we're all excited and you know talk about it afterwards but yeah it's i love the whole the whole star wars thing going back to it we just we're tweeting people and we're just laughing because jar jar started it all and and then and then there's that whole thing did you see the whole thing about he was like the ultimate sith lord in control of everything you saw that yes. video right yes <laughs> everybody's dying of laughter on that one i was like who is this Jar Jar guy? Do we really know him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone says Jar Jar will come back in episode seven. <laughs> They're saying that it's all about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the thing that I think, honestly, people's questions for this new movie. Where is Luke? Mm-hmm. That's How awesome hearing. is BB-8? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everywhere is BBA. He's a soccer ball joy. No one knows and, about him yet. And even better, that is a physical effect, not CGI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which right. is so friggin' cool. Yeah. I mean, they had to essentially invent new technology to get that working in a physical space. And it was like, that's so badass. Christina, were you there for the opening of Celebration, Star Wars Celebration on Thursday morning? No, sadly oh, okay. it wasn't. I went. Because um, when that came out on the stage, holy cow, we freaked out because we none of us knew it was actually a real droid. And then he rolled out on stage the real thing, and then oh. R two rolled out. And we were everybody was just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, out of curiosity, uh, have you guys heard the the bit of controversy about the uh, the poster that got released for for Force Awakens in China? No. Oh, it was it. Um, was it a racial controversy? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they essentially, you know, took John Boyega. Yeah. Uh, you know, off the poster. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they they shrunk him down to like mini mini size. He's about as big as one of the stormtroopers oh, uh, at the bottom that. of the screen. I saw um, that. They removed Chewie. Um, and and the other supplemental characters that I believe were played by you know people of color were were also erased from the poster. Wow, that is yeah. That's dumb. they and they blew up. Uh, they blew up Han and Leia to about double the size, um, and just like yeah, and and shrunk down John Boyega to to teeny teeny tiny squish your head between my fingers kind of size. Wow, jeez. Yeah, I saw that, and then I saw the international trailer. Um, I'm trying not to read too much of the speculations, although I'm a big, huge, fun speculator. I love the theories. Yeah, um, me too. So, I, but some of them just start confusing me. Someone goes, oh, Luke is really Kylo Ren. I'm like, wait, what? No, you know, can't like, be. Yeah, and then you're like, do the math. It can't be. <laughs> right. I'm like, <clears throat> I said, he's moving a little too fast. <laughs> you know, and then. And then um, well, hey, look at Yoda. I mean, he hobbled around. You know, all the time until he started force <laughs> jumping like a little flea. That was, epic. that was epic. 
So I'm just saying, you know, just just because he's, you know, kind of older and hobbling around during part of the time doesn't mean that he can't, you know, fight. <laughs> well, that, that was that was a funny part in the prequels. I think I tweeted that. I was like, here comes Yoda with his cane. Oh, psych. Just kidding. Gonna... <laughs> um, no, I just if you think about like, what are people excited for? They're excited for the movie, yes. They're excited for the fight scenes. They're excited for the music. I mean, there's people that are excited for different things. But the biggest thing I see is, where's Luke? Look at BB-8. He's a cute little soccer ball droid. And mm. um, uh, people wondering why Kylo Ren's lightsaber, it looks like it does. And people, I've seen the meme, Swiss Army Knife, like it has five different lasers, you know? <laughs> I think yeah. my favorite one is the menorah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one was kind of brilliant. Uh, but I mean, it's not like these folks don't know what actor is playing Kylo Ren. It's it's not as if you, we haven't seen pictures of the dude. Right. It's definitely not Luke. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't look anything like Mark Hamill. Right. Um, you Have know, you seen so, the so... videos of him walking um, in L.A.? He he put on a stormtrooper. Oh, um, Mark Hamill. Yeah, he was in it, and he was going to talk to people about donating to this. Oh, I forgot what the name of the site was. You donate, and you can win tickets to the premiere. Um, mm-hmm. It's to help needy families or something. But he he put on a full Stormtrooper outfit, and he went on the streets talking to people. And he's taking a picture. They put a microphone in there, and he's taking a picture with someone, and he goes, I'm Mark Hamill. And the person, <laughs> the person just laughed. No one believed him. And, and then he looked over at the camera. He's in the Stormtrooper costume, and... Mm-hmm. and and he's just laughing like I can't believe people don't know this. He got to walk and talk to people in the streets of L.A. and have battles with people, and, <laughs> and they did not know that they were fighting Mark Hamill. Oh, that's, that's awesome! Badass. I like that he's been getting you know more play lately. I mean, it's nice to see him. You know, in in Force oh. Awakens, he's reprising his role as the trickster in the Flash. Yeah, that was awesome. Was blast holy crap that was and cool. he's good it's, it's to see him back he's it's so I'm good behind. Back. i'm so behind on that show oh it's so good it's yeah. so i love good. arrow i'm behind on arrow i'm behind on flash um i think i only did three episodes of jessica jones uh, oh i, I need to, i need to get back into that one I, I, w- I was fixated more on her character than i was the actual show and the actual show was irritating me a little bit but hmm. yeah I love all those shows. I love Arrow and Flash, and I can't. So if Mark Hamill's on there, yeah, yeah, he was on the last, oh, yeah. the last Flash. It's really good. He and he plays those characters so well. I mean, I love. I mean, he does. He plays his trickster a little jokery. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, but, it, but, it's it's pretty close to his Joker. Yeah, but I really like, liked his Joker in the in those animated series things. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, the, arguably one of the best Jokers like ever in any media. Yeah. You know, I mean, if not the best Joker ever in any media. I think that, know? like, and, and, and actually seeing Mark Hamill portray the trickster, I think he's one of those guys that's kind of like um, William Shatner, where he really hit his mark now when he's older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he was younger, it just didn't work for him as an actor, I, I don't think, for whatever reason. But now it's like, wow, you know, I watch almost anything you do, which is kind of like William Shatner, you know what I mean? Like, after mm-hmm. Star Trek, and now that he's like been doing all this other stuff, it's been great, you know. <laughs> um, I'd imagine. What's what's that new one coming out? Um, oh, isn't it have the Flash and Mr. Freeze? Oh, and... Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, uh, those 
yeah, it's going to be uh, Captain Cold, Heat Wave, yes. uh, White Canary, uh, yes. Firestorm, Hawkman, Hawk uh, Girl, and Rip Hunter, the, uh, the uh, Time Master. I'm excited for that one because um, Wentworth Miller, mm-hmm. th- that's pretty much, I think, what does he play? Um, the Frozen guy. Captain Cold. Yeah, um, I watched him in Prison Break. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw a little bit of his character in the flash and, um, I was like, okay, they need to bring more of this guy because <laughs> I liked went with Miller. And, um, now this show, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, some of the characters I recognize, like, you know, I'm, I want to see more of them and it's couldn't be cool to see them get to do stuff as aside from instead of being just minor characters in these other two shows. Yeah. 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 And, you know, like Captain Cold and, and Heat Wave are, are definitely cornerstone characters in Flash's rogues gallery. But, you know, you know, you say it yourself, it's not like you're going to wind up seeing these characters on every episode because, I mean, you know, Flash is dealing with other stuff and he's the main focus. Uh, and, and I like I, I've always been a bit of a sucker for the idea of the villain turned hero. Mm. Um, so to see Captain Cold and Heat Wave kind of playing that that other role and 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 to see how they adapt to that kind of space I think is going to be really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Right. Cuz I think Cold's going to have an easier time of it than Heat Wave. Oh, cuz Heat Wave is is just a hair short of psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean he likes to see the pretty things burn. Um, whereas Captain Cold is, is, is much more, you know, logical and, and thoughtful. I mean, there's a reason why he's the mastermind of, of, uh, uh most of the capers that the rogues, you know, wind up doing cause, cause, you know, he, he is cold and logical and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, you know, uh, and they, I'm with you. I think Legends of Tomorrow is going to be awesome. Oh, and the Atom, the Atom's going to be a plan oh, yeah. yeah. too. Now that Ray has finally got the kinks worked out of the super suit after being, lost and you know <laughs> uh for 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 like what six months he was in shrunken land <laughs> that's right oh. shrunkatopia yep uh, <laughs> well but, hey guys uh, you know i i uh was there one thing you were gonna say rob because i think we got to wrap it up oh no hey i'm good all right well um yeah maybe we should uh speed force ourselves on out of here and <laughs> <laughs> You Thanks know. for having me, though. That was fun. I mean, obviously, I could probably talk about this stuff for another hour, but yeah, yeah, I like to, I, I like to keep our episodes yeah. under an hour. So <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we've learned our lesson. Instead of having to, you know, break these things up into like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I think the first show that I was on, John, wasn't it like two and a half hours or oh something my gosh, stupid? Yeah. yeah, we went uh, we just <laughs> talked forever on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I gotta put that that lost episode up because now with the new server I probably can. So you better oh. allow for some time for the after Star Wars show. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm actually bringing my uh, recorder to the show and we're gonna get people's reactions after watching it. And then oh, awesome. uh, and I'm just gonna push all those together and just be like a bonus episode of just people's thoughts as they came out of the theater and zip stuff. And those of us who go to see it together will each talk to or if they, if we want to, you know. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. It'll be fun. But I want to do an after show because I've already heard um, a couple other people who want to do stuff like that. And uh, I think it'd be a good idea. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, maybe, Christina, you could come on and I could get Dean sure. on and get a couple other guys to come on. And we'll all be like 
you know, discuss oh, yeah. our thoughts after the show, you know? We definitely need to do that. Bonus five-hour Star Wars episode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, the funny thing is, is that, like, this <laughs> is going to be released... This one will be released two weeks after Star Wars comes out, so people will be hearing... Because I'm going to release the Star, the one with, with uh, Star Geek that we've talked about our speculations on Star Wars. I'm going to release it next Friday. Today I put up the Jessica Jones one. And then I still got to put up the uh, one we did with Dean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it'll be this one, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's people funny. are like, they were talking about going to see Star Wars. It's over, people. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. done. It's done. I'm yeah. still watching it, though. No. We we get to see if this is the one that melts my icy heart. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting. So probably right after this one will be our Star Wars reactions, or, or or our Star Wars reactions will be up, and then this one will come up parallel to it. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's talking about us doing the Star Wars reactions. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very meta. Very meta. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, hey. Well, Christina, it was great to put a voice to the face. We've been uh, chatting a lot on on Twitter, and I I feel like you've already become a friend just from our chatting on Twitter. So. <laughs> I'm glad I got to I've heard a couple of your shows already so I'm glad I actually got to join in one that was awesome yeah yeah for sure it was a pleasure to meet you you too now now you can listen to my um awesome ramblings and excitable Star Wars tweets <laughs> and I will hopefully not be that person that's going oh my god during the movie like hiding my phone out of my jacket what did I just see what did I just see <laughs> <laughs> although that's tempting it's gonna be so hard not to (laughs) i'll finally get to see if any of my limited speculation is actually like you know has panned out see i have a feeling that we're all gonna be wrong on every bit of it Uh, probably i think he was very clever in the way that he put the trailers together to throw everybody off and get them speculating in a completely different direction i gotta throw this out there real quick just because this is my speculation on kylo ren and i could be completely wrong but I still think that Kylo Ren is the uh, child of Han Solo and Princess Leia. You know, you know what? I'm wondering that myself. Well, think of the name, right? Uh, so, so he's supposed to be uh, one of the Knights of Ren, hence the 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 Ren, and his first name is Kylo, which I think is derived from Skywalker, Kai, and Solo. Right, but then oh. it makes me wonder who the uh. heck is Ray then. Uh, the brother Ray. Ray, I think is Ray. I think is uh, the daughter of Luke Skywalker. Oh, well, and I then Jedi's uh, couldn't have wives. Yeah, Luke was never didn't told say that, that they couldn't hook up. Oh, <laughs> and Luke was um, never, Luke was never told that. Oh, yeah. only Anakin was. Yeah, yeah, and Finn. Well, well, for a while, I was, I was, I was kind of. I thought that Finn might have been the the son of of uh, Han and Jaina Solo. Which they introduced, who they introduced in the comics. Yeah, me too. As, as his ex-wife, but uh, apparently they, they, they. I haven't kept up in the comics, and and I and I've heard that they, they apparently like irrevocably refute that one. Uh, pretty, in pretty, the pretty much, yeah. So, so I don't know about, it, but but I still think Kylo is is uh, Han and Leia's kid. Ky- and maybe that's and that's why Leia looks so disappointed when she's hugging Han. Oh, it's like, look at what you did, you roguish bastard. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he should be mad at her. He'd be like, hey, I had no force sensitivity in me. It was you, you you and your stupid Skywalker line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you shot first, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That was 
one of my quizzes that uh, I think two people answered. <laughs> Who shot first? Well, then I'll, I'll hopefully try to pay attention to the next time you do a Friday night quiz night and see if I can get in on it. It yeah. might be an it might be a daily thing until Star Wars comes. Out. Oh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll check I'll check in the evenings from here on from here on out and see what I can if there's anything I can throw in there. See, we're we're watching all the despecialized versions now to 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 get ready for uh to get ready for for Friday. By the yeah, way, I, I probably funny. watch them weekly, so I don't even have to plan. They're always oh, on. <laughs> if you haven't checked them out, the despecialized versions are amazing of the original trilogy. Yeah. It has like all of the 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 fixes without any of the kind of added crap that took away from from oh. from the original trilogy. It it's kind of fantastic. Huh. Well, hopefully Jar Jar will come out and say Misa not in this movie. No. <laughs> He'll pop out in the beginning just before the just before the well, scroll. Uh, <laughs> no, there there'll just be one under every theater seat. Kind of like, you know, an Oprah show. It's like, you get a Jar Jar, you get a Jar Jar. <laughs> everybody gets Jar Jars! Jar Jar for everybody! Uh, and that's the only Jar Jar that you get involved with Force Awakens. What it's... about Jar Jar in a jar? Yeah, I was going to say, is there are there really Why Jar not? Jar Jars? Are there like Jar Jar <laughs> cookie jars? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that there are, you know. <laughs> but I, I like the idea of Jar Jar in a jar much better than a Jar Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of like one of those... Uh... Yeah, things in a jar that's floating in the fluid. Oh. Yeah, 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 like the old medical specimens and whatnot. <laughs> oh, this show is oh, this like show a is little just creepy got... mummified like <laughs> a creepy mummified jar jar in a jar. Hell yeah! Oh, hey, that, that's awesome. that might, you know that might be the 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 thing that'll get me into sculpting something Star Wars related. <laughs> <laughs> you know that would be the best uh, new hot twit this season. Jar Jar in a jar. He's slimy and he floats. <laughs> oh, oh, this episode has just become a little bit jarring. I think, <laughs> I think we need to end it. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Goodbye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Today on Get Your Geek On at the Con, we have Simon from Privateer Press. Check this stuff out, it's pretty cool. So I'm wandering around Geek Girl Con today, and I ran into Privateer Press's booth, and I got Simon with me. Simon, I want you to tell me just a little bit about what's new and what's going on with Privateer Press. Uh, so it's been a really big year for us. Um, you know, we are known for our war, our war games, War Machine and Hordes, which are our, our uh, tabletop miniatures war games. We won a whole lot of awards for them. Uh, this year, we saw the release of War Machine Reckoning, and just this past week is Horde's Devastation. That's our newest book. Um, that's a new anthology book with new warlocks, new war beasts, new models, all kinds of crazy stuff, and uh, the continuation of our ongoing Hordes and War Machine story, which has some pretty apocalyptic stuff going on in it right now. Uh, other than that, you know, we've got um, Under the Undercity, which is our new uh, adventure board game, kind of a dungeon crawler thing. Uh, that just came out a couple months ago. We've been getting really good reviews on that. Um, and of course, we're here at Geek Girl Con. We got a whole lot of our pins. We have a whole pin trading program the last couple of years. So we've got some new releases. We've got alternate color chibi uh, character pins for uh, Eris and uh, Kaya and Laris. That one's adorable. It's a two part pin with Kaya and her, her hound Laris. That's uh, cool, cool. Yeah, I really like that one. And uh, we've got our seasonal war jack o' lantern pin, which is my personal favorite. I'm going to steal one of those before the day's over. <laughs> So, uh, if people want to follow Privateer Press online, where, what's the best place to go? Uh, you know, you can find us at privateerpress.com. That's our website. Uh, we are Privateer Press on Facebook and at Privateer Press on Twitter. 
And uh, we're getting onto Tumblr right now. Our social media coordinator, Valerie Heron, is doing some really cool stuff on there. She's starting to curate cosplay, uh, player model paintings, uh, dioramas, uh, some really cool art, things like that. And we're on Pinterest. We're, we're just about everywhere now. That's and it's cool. Yeah, I always see some really good stuff whenever I go into like mock studio or any of the, the gaming yeah. things around town and where they have the table set up the miniatures are just amazing that you guys put out and some of the st the time and the effort that people put into painting those uh, it's just um, i mean brilliant it's amazing work yeah you know it's really cool one of the one of the fun things about working at privateer is uh, you know um near my office in the front lobby uh, are all the miniatures cases so I get to see all of our studio painted figures which is both uh, awe-inspiring and a little intimidating because you know <laughs> I'm, I'm just an enthusiastic hobbyist painter myself but it, it's it's really awesome to see all these you know really pro pro painted models and uh, just the, the stuff our studio people churn out is just awesome and how are some of those things designed because man some of the creatures that you guys have are just beyond anything that anyone... I feel like it's beyond what you could really even imagine on your own. I mean, you guys come up with some really creative creatures, models, and looks for these things. How does all that come about? You know, it's kind of a process. Um, the company was founded by an artist, uh, Matt Wilson, who's our chief creative officer. Um, and, you know, we have kind of a... We have a multi-tiered approach when we make these new models. because we, we, we come up with rules and story and art and the model all kind of at once. There's kind of a holistic approach to it um, once we get underway. Sometimes it's a question of, you know, do we want to have... We, somebody has a great idea for a model that fits into our story, and we kind of start developing backwards from there. Or somebody goes, you know, I think it would be cool if we added, you know, a new kind of model, like a cavalry model or a new gargantuan or something like that. And we, you know, we think there's a place for that in this, this one faction, and then we'll figure it out from there. So it's, it's you know, it's complicated, but, you know, um, artists and sculptors and the writers, everybody's kind of involved to some degree from the very beginning. Um, to various degrees, and then we kind of we all hash it out between the developers and the art department and uh, the rest of the creative staff. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's always just a big ongoing process. Oh yeah, uh, you know we're always we're working on stuff two to five years in the future at some point, and you know we, we've we've got play test cycles going on far into the future. Awesome. And I always like to find out, since I'm a general geek show, I always like to know what are you geeking out about lately? What are you really into? You know, I gotta admit, it's I'm. I can't stop thinking about Mad Max Fury Road. I, I that movie's been in my brain since I saw it in the spring, and I just I just can't I can't leave it alone. It just I, I think about it a lot. Did you see some of the great costumes here? Oh yeah, there's I've seen two really good Furiosas yeah. so far. Um, and somebody told me there's a gender swapped Immortan Joe running around, but I haven't seen her. Yeah, I've seen the one of the Furiosas downstairs, and it was amazing. Yeah, one of those. Uh, one of them, she had like a great like like stretch uh, black glove over one of her arms there. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. The costume and everything. This whole convention has been great. I mean, Geek Girl Con is, is a sight. It's a wonder. It's a really good show. Yeah, I love this show. We've been doing a paint and take here for the last couple of years, and we decided to try out doing a real vending exhibition show. It's been great for us. So, uh, yeah, I love Geek Girl Con. That's great. Well, hey, man, thanks a lot for spending a little bit of time with yeah. me. My pleasure. Anytime. All right, cool. Thanks. Sure thing. been listening to the super awesome geek show with john adams jason rigdon eric lock matt b and rob clifford the super awesome geek show is part of kingdom of the geeks we put up new episodes every friday you can find us on itunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash super awesome geek show follow us on twitter at awesome geek show and if you'd like to help you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash super awesome geek show or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash kingdomofthegeeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. 
Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show!